Hello, everybody. This is John Burns with New Heights 360, and I have a very special guest today with Missouri Canine Friends, Mandy Ryan. And we're really glad that she's on here today, and she's going to share about what Missouri Canine Friends does and what her position there is there. So, Mandy, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and okay. the organization um, itself. My name is Mandy Ryan. I'm the president of Missouri Canine Friends. Um, long story kind of short, we started as a Facebook page. Um, we started as a Facebook page to fight breed discrimination. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's uh, things like pit bull bans, uh, laws against certain breeds of dog, like pit bulls, Dobermans, Rottweilers, Shepherds. Which Florissant was a big one there for yeah. quite a while. Florissant, Missouri had a pit bull ban. Eureka, Missouri had a pit bull ban. Um, Fayette, Missouri, and there's a long, long list. Oh, <laughs> of wow. Um, we've gotten several of them repealed. But we started just doing that. We started as just being politically involved, uh, fighting breed discrimination as a Facebook page. And we started realizing lots of people would message us asking for help. And we started realizing this was a bigger problem than we thought it was to begin with. So what we started doing was we started reaching out to these individual cities and these citizens and helping them form groups together and helping them communicate with their city governments to get these laws repealed. Uh, so from there, we slowly branched into a nonprofit um, we started working as the Missouri Bully Alliance, and then we started as a rescue. So we became a licensed rescue um, and the advocacy group as well. So we're Missouri Canine Friends. We do business as the Missouri Bully Alliance. And under Missouri Canine Friends, we rescue dogs in need. We take a lot of dogs from cruelty situations. From um, We take a lot of medical cases in, dogs that are severely injured or sick. And at the same time, we also do the political stuff. So we advocate against breed discrimination. Uh, we help different counties and cities have stronger animal cruelty laws and everything under that umbrella. So as far as what you do with the rescue portion of it, do you guys have like a facility or do you just have people that individually take We're care of the foster based 100% foster based. So we don't have a shelter. Uh, we don't have a facility, but all of our dogs that we take in are placed into foster homes. One thing I really liked about your organization when Bob connected us, and I'm going to give Bob more a short shout out there because he's, he's, <laughs> he's done a lot. But anyway, um, a lot of not-for-profits I steer away from mm -hmm. personally just because much of the revenue that's yeah. brought in does not actually go to helping animals. Yep. And that's a big issue for me. Yeah. And so do you do you get paid much for the, this? I get paid zero dollars a year. <laughs> zero dollars. Um, <laughs> I have an entire board of directors. I have an entire a very strong volunteer base. None of us get paid. Uh, we all work unpaid. It's all volunteer based. So all every single cent that comes in via donations goes straight to the animals, straight to the cause, everything. Um, and that's amazing to me because, like I said, you know, a lot of them will raise money. And only 10% actually goes or less. Yeah, no, we all have regular jobs. <laughs> um, so we all have regular full-time jobs. We all uh, work and for a living, and then we do this completely volunteer-based. So we all have very busy lives, and we dedicate pretty much our whole life to running the nonprofit and then working on the side for income. Yeah, I was a little blown away when we had the event here at Stubbley's Vapors mm -hmm. last year because I realized that not only are you guys not paid, 
but just about every weekend when the weather's nice, you guys are doing some type of event. Yes. No, we're working almost seven days a week uh, for the most part if you include this into our work schedule. And most of our fundraising events, most of our adoption events, they all fall on weekends. Um, this is actually the busiest time of year for us because we have our big trivia night that we do every fall for Halloween. We have our big winter ball in December. Um, and then we have all these other fundraising events and adoption events thrown into the mix. So it's pretty busy right now. Yeah, that's fantastic. So what can people that may not be able to foster animals, what, what are some things they could do to help your organization as far as either financially or even getting the word? Um, 100% um, donations in the form of uh, money or in items like we take dog food, blankets, dog bowls, um, frontline, like uh, any kind of flea and tick prevention, heartworm prevention, because we go through that like candy because we keep all of our dogs on prevention while they're in our care. Um, volunteering, um, helping at adoption events, helping at fundraising events, uh, sharing our stuff on Facebook, sharing our links on Facebook, um, encouraging people to foster, encouraging people to adopt, and so on. So have you seen uh, kind of a change in attitude towards, like, the pit bulls? Because a couple of years ago, it was like people were freaking out yeah. everywhere about pit bulls. And we've had a couple here at the <laughs> function last year. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I, om I almost took – the, the one uh, adoption one hole. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I was like this close. Yeah. I was this close. Um, well, coming from like as a dog trainer myself, they're one of my favorite breeds to work with. Um, they're very loyal, very hardworking, very smart, very eager to please. Um, unfortunately, though, all those qualities tend to attract the wrong type of owner. Um, oh. And so when they end up being owned by these people and they end up using them for dog fighting um a lot of people in gangs are attracted to them they crop their ears they put big spiky collars on them they pretty much train them to be aggressive or they neglect them so a lot of people that actually haven't even come into contact with a pit bull or a pit bull type dog just see these stereotypes and they see them on the on the tv you see them in movies portrayed as these vicious monsters and guard dogs um you see them in the news portrayed as vicious dogs and it just kind of has a negative stereotype around them. Um, but with my history, I've worked in animal control for a while. I used to deem dogs dangerous um, for a living. I pretty much dealt with vicious dogs of every breed. And every vicious dog that I personally dealt with was owner responsibility. And it had nothing to do with breed. Um, now, so, with your rescue, I'm sure you get your yeah. fair share of pit bulls that have been subjected to this mistreatment. Yes. And what has your experience been with turning these dogs around? Because my wife had a 90-pound rescue pit, mm -hmm. and that thing was like the love of her life. Yeah. It's, I mean, sweet as can be. Uh, I will say, though, when the UPS guy showed up, <laughs> it, it did not work out too well for him. Yeah. I don't know what it was about the guy yeah. in the, the brown outfits. Did he have a hat on? Yes. It could have been his hat. Yes. <laughs> but um, aside from that, though, mm -hmm. she said it was – one of the sweetest animals yeah. she ever says. Um, and they honestly are. I mean, I have four dogs at home, and our logo, as you can see, um, is a pit. This is actually my dog in our logo. Oh, this wow, is, I this, didn't know that. Yeah, this is mine. Um, this is Zena, and she's my 80-pound pit mix. Um, she's mostly pit, but she's a pit boxer. She has some rotten her. Um, but she is – I got her when she was seven months old, 
And she had, she was very ornery. She had no training whatsoever. <laughs> she was jumping on everybody. She was mouthy. She would pull on the leash and everything. But I've worked with her over the years. And now I actually use her as a demo dog at work. Um, and I bring her in as a control dog to help dog aggressive dogs because she doesn't react back when they go after her. Oh. Um, and she's a demo dog. I mean, everyone, she's an awesome ambassador for the breed. Um, everyone, I've had people meet her that are terrified of pit bulls. And when they meet her, they it kind of helps them a little bit see that, like, you know, they're not this big, scary thing to worry about. Um, I have people that meet her and then fall in love with her, and then they ask what breed she is. And then when I say it's she's a pit mix, they kind of freak <laughs> look out. back like, wait, she's a pit? And I was just, like, petting her, and they get kind of scared. Um, but most of our dogs that we do bring in, like right now, if you look at our website, most of the dogs we have are pits or pit mixes. And that just happens because they're overcrowded in shelters. They're overbred. There's BSL, um, the breed specific laws are everywhere. So it's really hard for shelters and rescues like ours to adopt out pit bulls. Um, oh, just because of the limitations with, with where yeah, you can uh, landlords, place them? like people that oh, don't own yeah. their home, people that rent usually can't adopt a pit or a pit type dog. Um, when we do our adoption screening process, it sucks because we have a lot of really good adopters that want one of our pit mixes up for adoption. But like if they rent and the landlord says no, or if they live in a city with a pit bull ban, we have to decline them. Well, even some subdivisions. Yeah, like homeowners associations. Yes, homeowners associations. Yeah. So, so, But these dogs are amazing dogs. Um, in, in now, so many of them have been abused. Yeah. And, and, and how are they now? Um, they they do ama- I mean they're amazing. I it's shocking to me how some of these dogs we bring in. Um, two for example, Brenda and Claire um, were both neglect cases, um, severe neglect cases that we pulled from St. Clair, Missouri, and they were emaciated. I mean, complete skeletons. Aww. They were neglected, and they are um, slowly warming up to men. They still have some issues with men where they're a little nervous, but they are warming up to men. They're meeting new people. And they're just so forgiving towards people. It's like shocking how sweet these dogs are to people after what they've been through. Um, and several of our dogs, like I know everyone knows about Trooper. <laughs> yeah, um, and you, 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 just, like, you just shared some recent news on that. Yeah, that, so Trooper, um, same thing, very forgiving. Um, what happened to him was horrific. And he was shot, paralyzed, um, beat in the head with a hammer, and then left in a ditch for several weeks to die pretty much. Um, somebody rescued him just in time. He was never supposed to walk again. He wasn't supposed to wake up the next day. They thought oh. he was going to die overnight. He started improving. We put him through physical therapy, hydrotherapy, acupuncture for like almost a year of treatment with us. And he started walking again. Um, we got him adopted out to an awesome family and it's crazy how he just loves people. I mean, he's so friendly to people. And after what happened to him, you would think that I mean, if somebody did that to me, <laughs> I well, would be it, very friendly. It, it, it's <laughs> interesting, too, because his owner brought Trooper to our event yeah. last year. And very protective, though. Like yes. it, the, the owner. I do, too. I get protective. I'm yeah, like but a bodyguard. He, he, he was, like, everywhere, and yeah. he was keeping, like, a close look. Yeah. You know. Anytime we bring any of our dogs to any event, I'm very, I feel like they're secret service. Like I always kind of hover a little bit. I'm like the helicopter mom. Cause I'm like, you know, they've already been through so much. And, um, even with trooper, he's so friendly, but I was just like, you know, I don't want like a guy running up to him really quick and getting in his face. Cause what if that scares him? So I was yeah. kind of guarding him for that reason, but he didn't care. He was fine with everybody. So, so we have an event coming up this weekend. Did you want to talk about that and kind of what the what the basis of this event is? And um, yeah, I mean, pretty much uh, all the funds that we raise are going to go towards the rescue, um, go towards the organization to help dogs in need. Um, we are going to have a couple of our dogs here that are up for adoption. So if anyone is interested in meeting some of the dogs for adoption.
mention. We will have a couple here. Um, one of them is Brenda. I actually just talked about her a little bit. Aww. The cruelty case from St. Clair. She's going to be here. Um, we're also going to have probably Lily here. Um, she's another mixed breed. I don't know what she is. We're just guessing. She's We're calling her a lab mix. <laughs> we have no idea what she is. Um, but, but she we took her in with all of her puppies. Um, and she's still... Her puppies can't come because they're too young still, but she's going to be here probably for a little bit. Um, and then Brenda's going to be here. And then we possibly might have Saturn. Um, and we'll see kind of who else we can bring. But we're going to have some dogs for adoption up, um, up for adoption here. We're also going to have, I know we have some raffle baskets. I know you have it's the hookup on some great food, I hear. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, ICAG Connect is going to be mm-hmm. providing the barbecue uh, for the day. They're, they're Chris and Deanna are fantastic people. Yeah. And really really love animals that's awesome yeah. so thank you to them for yeah. that <laughs> so we, we were excited when they said that they they would uh sponsor that and um contribute so to speak yeah that's you amazing know, as far as, and i also have some other members of icag that are going to contribute some gifts nice and some certificates and some baskets well we appreciate uh, everything yeah so, thank you. so um but i just wanted to take an opportunity today mm-hmm. to kind of introduce you yeah. to everybody out here and let them know what you're about what yeah. you do and really the most defining thing is the fact that all funds that you raise go to the rescue yeah we are i mean 100 percent like a nonprofit, so we don't make anything um i know like there are some nonprofits out there that are a little different but we have i mean none of us even i have a whole board of directors and being on the board of directors you really have to dedicate like a chunk of your life to this um your time your relationships yeah. <laughs> everything and it's, I mean, it's, it's worth it, but it is hard. It's a lot of work. So. And give a quick plug for what your business is too. <laughs> um, I run a dog training business. It's actually Mandy Canine LLC. And I do, um, I do everything from obedience to behavior modification. Um, and I use reward-based training. So. And, and I would say with your experience with mm-hmm. working with some of these rescues, yeah. You can probably handle the most challenging of... uh... I do have some challenging cases. Um, (laughs) I have, because of Missouri Canine Friends, um, a lot of people from the rescue community have um, come to my dog training business for help. And so I've worked with other rescues. I've worked with people who have adopted rescues. Um, I worked with county shelters, city shelters um, on, you know, evaluating dogs and rehabilitating dogs that have fear aggression, dog aggression, all kinds of behavioral issues. Um, But it's, yeah, so... Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today. Yeah, I know no I know you're super super busy, but I, it's uh, fine. <laughs> we 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 have uh, strongly supported Missouri Canine Friends uh, for the last year or so, and anything we can do to share the word and hopefully bring some awareness to some of the things going on as far as animal abuse. Oh yeah. Well, and Missouri is not. I mean, Missouri is not the best right now for animal cruelty laws. Um, our animal abuse laws are pretty weak, to be honest. Um, and that's part of the reason we're, I mean, fighting so hard for Trooper's case is because he is, it did happen in St. Francis County, which is a very rural area. Um, and part of it is like in areas like that, it's completely legal to shoot a dog on your property. Um, if you know you're defending your livestock or if a dog's running loose, even if a dog's just running loose, you can shoot them on your property in an area like that. Um, so a lot of people have been are supporting his abuser and pretty much saying like, well, he was protecting his livestock. So we have to step in and explain like, okay, we're not even arguing that point at all. We're not looking at it. We're looking at the fact that he tortured and mutilated him, which is a felony. Um, That's like the hitting him with a hammer and leaving him in a ditch and everything else. 
and it was so it was hard enough for us to even get the county to press charges in the first place <laughs> um so it's pretty much i mean it's just things like that and working with anti-tether laws um we helped with st louis county and jefferson county working with their tether laws and their cruelty laws too so it's baby steps but we'll get there <laughs> well i'll say one thing you do a lot uh for for rescues <laughs> and you. you know it seems like you're everywhere I, am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe I you am. really are everywhere but yeah it I seems am. like you're always doing some type of I event am. or some type of volunteering yeah, yeah so uh, i try <laughs> but anyway uh did you want to share all your websites and organization yeah uh, connections? um i mean you can pretty much are you can find us on facebook uh, missouri canine friends you can also find us under missouri bully alliance on facebook and our website is missouri canine Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Mandy, for coming in today. Yeah, no problem. We really appreciate you, you, and we're going to push this out there and hopefully uh, I appreciate it. get some funds raised for the organization. Awesome. All Sounds right. good. All right. Thanks. Thank you.